Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's so dang hard to actually achieve wealth. And this is something that uh, it, it makes absolute sense and frustrates the heck out of everyone. So many of you may understand why it, it takes why it's so hard to actually accumulate wealth. We're going to give you three reasons or three ways to help you actually achieve that. Before we dive in, let's talk about what we're drinking today, Alex. Uh, today we are drinking uh, Crush Cancer. It is an uh, it is an IPA from Rubens. Uh, it's here in Seattle. Uh, it's six percent alcohol and uh, forty seven. Uh, IBUs. Yeah, it's a. Um, I've have not had this one personally, and I'm just looking at the color. The color looks like a kind of like a wit type of beer. Or a, go ahead. It's definitely lighter. Yeah, uh, you can tell by the IBUs, right? It does have a high uh, IBU um, concentrate there, but it's it's also tasty. Just, I enjoy it. Yeah. Also, just the 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 color of it. I mean, it it's a lighter colored beer. Um, and it's, it's lighter to drink. It's lighter on the IBUs. Um, it does it, there's a little bit of uh, citrus in there. Yeah. The, your typical IPA tends to be like a more orangier, orangey type color. And this is more hazy. Yeah. So yes. if you're in Seattle, make sure you uh, go down and check it out. Uh, it's, I enjoy it actually. This is a really good beer. So let's, let's talk about achieving wealth, right? So obviously everyone's got their own definition of wealth. Um, for today's topic, we're talking about, you know, adequate amount of money um, to, to live the life that you want, right? And so we're talking about the, specifically the financial side of things. And well, I mean, let's, let's take a step back and actually kind of define wealth for just a second, right? So wealth is having enough assets as little debt as possible to create the cash flow that you want to be able to do all the things that you want to do. And once we can do that without you having to work, you've won. Yeah. Uh, and financially speaking, that's, that's what we all are, are, are working for to some degree from a, from a money standpoint, that's what we all want. Right. So why is it so hard to get to though, Alex? And the biggest thing here is, and this isn't going to surprise anyone, but it doesn't happen overnight. Right. It, it takes time doing the right thing repeatedly, not necessarily showing results immediately to be able to achieve these things. Yeah. I mean, when you put your first dollar into your 401k plan at work, you didn't log in the very next day and say, well, there's my million dollars. So that dollar really worked hard for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like we talk about it being your wealth curve, right? The wealth curve, the when when that wealth curve or this magic of compounding interest actually occurs, it's not your first three years. It's literally year like 20, 21, 22, 23, 47, right? Like it, it, it's not magical. It doesn't happen over, overnight. It's not the Rocky montage where, you know, one day, you know, he's 
out of shape and, and can't do anything. And then, you know, five minutes later after the montage and the, the motivated music, <laughs> which by the way, the Rocky soundtrack still to this day, I'm sorry, you can't beat that soundtrack. <laughs> At least for really getting, getting you motivated to get out, get your butt up and work out. Um, but it doesn't right over that five minute time period, all of a sudden there's Rocky. He can now, you know, beat the Russian, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, like what you're talking about is you're talking about feedback loops, right? How quickly we actually receive the positive feedback from having done the right thing And finance has one of the longest feedback loops possible because it feels really good for most of us to spend money. Now, it's because the vast majority of Americans are spenders and not savers, but it, like that just exemplifies why it, it is so hard to do the right thing. So it's difficult to do. What, what can we do about it? So let's talk about the three ways to help people you know, re- either reshape their mind or stay focused on what, what the task at hand is. And this, this gets, gets to, uh, everyone has some version of what they want their life to look like. It, that, that version does change over time, right? Sure. But you still have this, I mean, I've yet to meet someone, at least that we work with, that says, hey, 30 years from now, I want to make sure I've got a lesser lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't usually happen. Right? So they've got this, they have this vision of at least having at least a similar lifestyle. Typically, it's a better lifestyle. Right. Right. So you have this long-term vision, but that long-term vision is 30 years from now, right. In this, in this example. So what we suggest you do is what are some short-term goals? And I mean, short-term as in like, what is a goal that you can have this year or even this quarter that aligns with the longer term vision? Yeah. Essentially you're talking about taking a, a big goal being able to accomplish retirement and then breaking it down into, okay, well, what do I need to do right now to be able to work towards accomplishing that? What is something that is not over the horizon, but that is visible and I can see and hold myself accountable to accomplishing over a short period of time. And then consistently, obviously your, your goals may change a bit, at least the short-term goals may change a bit, but when you have that constant, you know, goal that you, you can attain, right. It might be, you know, your net worth is X amount of dollars and you know, your income coming in the door is Y. So let's see if I can get my net worth to go up to Z right in this year, or maybe you want your savings account to go from, $10,000 to $20,000, right? Like little things like that helps you you have a goal to attain the eventual longer-term vision of financial freedom in this case. Yeah. And like one of the things that that you and I have experienced with, uh, with folks and their finances is really kind of our second step, which is getting organized. So many Americans don't really understand their finances in terms of like where it's all going. Well, and it's difficult, right? I mean, think about the typical person, you know, doesn't have the same job for 30 years. They might have 10 jobs over the next 30 years, right? 
that might be 10 old 401ks left behind that maybe they never bring together, right? So that's that's disorganization from that standpoint. Then it's the organization of, well, you've got a checking account, you've got a savings account, you've got this other Roth IRA that you created, you've got all these different debts, like you've got money and debts and accounts everywhere. Right. How do you stay on top of all that? And I mean, there's tools to be able to, to help out with this, but it's not something that most people enjoy doing. Um, and it's oftentimes scary to like lift up that rock and look at what's underneath that. And what we can tell you is the sooner that you lift up that proverbial rock, the faster that we're going to be able to get that picture into a better situation. And so instead of being the ostrich and just burying your head in the sand, hoping that whatever it is, is going to go away. Like let's pick our head up and understand it and then start working towards a a better tomorrow. And it's exactly that it's working towards a better tomorrow, not working towards retirement or working towards something that is just esoteric and out there for, for forever. It's okay. Well, what can we do today to make tomorrow better? Yeah, it's um, contrary to popular belief, the more money you make, the harder that actually gets. Right. The more complicated (laughs) the situation, the more more bills, the more things that are floating around, it, it just becomes more. Yeah. And, and taking the action steps is the huge piece. I, I read a, a post today um, and it, it actually grabbed my attention right away. It said, stop grasping at nouns, right? Hmm. I want to be rich. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want, right. I want to be this. That's a noun. They're grasping at nouns, right? So instead be a verb, right? Verb right? And that just hit. Yeah, exactly. And how do do we, (laughs) how do we, how do we grow as a person? How do we grow our wealth? How do we do anything in life? Action. Unless it's, unless it's handed to you. (laughs) And even then you still have to, you still have to take some of the piece of action to actually accept it. Right. (laughs) Right. And and manage it and like maintain it. Which takes us to our third step here. Right, because it is hard to always be on top of things and to be taking those actions. So let's set up automated savings type plans, right? Like your foreign Ks are fantastic for the reason of it comes out of your once you set it up, it comes out of your paycheck every time and you don't even have to think about it. Right. The more that we can automate things, the more that they're simply going to happen. And the goal with this is to try and like retrain our brains to think about saving intentionally. And and now we need to make sure that we're not giving up flexibility and that we're creating the ability to to deal with things that get thrown at us because we're always going to have things that get thrown at us from a financial standpoint. It could be a really massively good opportunity. Like, hey, the person in the next cubicle over is starting a company and they want us to, to invest in it. Or it could be, uh, hey, our daughter got accepted to Stanford. So now we have to figure out how to pay for Stanford as opposed to paying for a, a state school like University of Washington. Like, and you wouldn't I, want to go to University of Washington. So. <laughs> go dogs. 
look, the, the point of this is, is we have so much on our plates nowadays. We've got all, and we've got so many different accounts, everything that we're logging into. So if you, if you buckle down and take some action and set up some automation in your life and get organized, that's going to make things seamless. And yes, it's going to suck the first <laughs> month or two that you're trying to get this all set up. Just like a, a new exercise regime, just like putting yourself on uh, some sort of a diet. All of these things are not fun because of inertia, because innately we don't want to change. Like yep. we don't. <laughs> no, it, it gets back to, it, I don't know who, wh- who started the choose your hard. Do you know right. who started this? Have you heard of this? Choose your hard. No. So choose your hard, right? Like, you could suck it up and get financially organized today and it would suck today and get easier maybe tomorrow or, or once you're organized. Or to Alex's point, you could put your head in the sand, wait 30 years, then try to get organized then and it might be too late, which means your suck might be compounded by 30 years. So choose your hard today or 30 years from now or it might be even harder. When it comes to finances, it's not a might, it's a will be harder. Like if you don't, it, the sooner that you take action to improve your situation, the more that you have time on your side and time can be a massive ally or a dreadful enemy. I think that really sums up. This entire episode, what you just said there. So I, I think let's let's stop the conversation there, Alex. I, I think that really summarizes everything we just said. We normally have a question of the day for this, Alex. So what what question do we want our listeners to to think about in terms of what takeaway they can have from this episode? Are you going to allow time to be your ally or your enemy? Love it. So head over to beerandmoney.net. And at the bottom of that page, if you want to engage with us, uh, there's a spot for you to answer that question. Uh, or if you have any other questions that you want us to talk about, uh, feel free to reach out to us there. We, we check that often and we actually use some of those, uh, those emails to come up with our other podcasts. So uh, check that out. If we can be of any help, there's a way to reach us as well. So we hope this episode was valuable for you. And as always, Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only in accordance with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and advice are not quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax and your accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investments are these things and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of
Alexander Collins AR Insurance License Number 7264699 CA Insurance License Number 0H24806 Pinpoint Number 2021122685 Expiration June 2023